Ladies and gentlemen, you already know the name, you know the voice, you know exactly why I'm here. But Microphone Messiah, 25-year-old piece of gold and the greatest sports recreational podcast in the world today. And probably one of the most important podcasters in the last 10 years. I've only been doing it for four and a half. Just to sh- That just goes to show how good I am. But you know, I never do it alone. My tag team partner, the Jim and my Jay, the Total Mar, and the Steve Ray to my Booker T. Ladies and gentlemen, the host of the award-winning Under the Raider, host and creator of Curveballs and Chair Shots, the first ever and 13-time Bully Cast Champion, the Canadian Destroyer, BT, Brandon, Tan, Guma. Brandon, it's Thursday. You know what that means. How you doing? Philip, I'm doing fantastic. It's Thursday, which means another episode of the Bullet Cats, which, but it also means football's back. I'm excited. I know no one cares. Maybe Brian cares a little bit. I know Philip doesn't care one, one bit. But I, I do. Thought, I thought soccer was on like year round. <laughs> the real football. I'm t- American football. If you want, I was about to say, if you want to get technical, we can talk about football. But uh, Brian, yes, the host of Within the Ropes. Brian Cook, how you doing, man? Oh, man. I'm wonderful. Wonderful! <laughs> love it. I love it. Uh, I'm doing great, man. I had this delicious chicken. Jesus Christ. What kind of chicken did you have? It's it's KFC. You know, normally I don't mess with the C. Normally normally I go, I go to the eyes. I go to the eyes. And if I'm feeling bold, I'll go to Oakland and go to churches. I just but, had uh, Popeyes. Okay, okay. The nuggets, right? No, I had it was like a 14-piece family meal. Okay. By yourself. No, no, no. It is okay. from last night. It's from last night. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was about to say Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I mean, you know, they, they, they did their thing with the spicy, with the spicy chicken today. You, got, you know what? Y'all buy bow your heads. Bow your heads. I want to thank God for chicken. He didn't have to do it, but he did. Gave him two legs, two Woo. thighs, two breasts, two legs. You know, you, 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 you put them in the flour, you salt and pepper, put some Mrs. Dash, the cayenne, throw some Lowry's on there. You mm. know, I, just, I believe I can fry. Mm. Get my skillet, turn the fire on. I believe I mm-hmm. can fry. Yes, Lord. Amen. Amen. Bless it. Jesus Christ. Oh, bless it. The chicken. Brandon's looking like, what the hell did I just step into? Huh? Great start to the podcast today. Great you see, start. You see, you see, man, we some certified lover boys. You know how we do it. Shout out Jersey. The uh, is CLB was better than Donda. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, Baby Huey, big CL, CLB fan, apparently. Yep. He's just going for it, man. Like, but I told him when I see you. At West Coast Pro, you get to name five Drake songs that aren't on that album. <laughs> let's let's see how he does. <laughs> let's see how he does. Oh, man. Um, a lot of things to talk about today. Uh, I interviewed Robert Martyr, the Poisoned Youth. Um, that was, it was a great interview. And the kid's only 20 years old, been doing this since he was 14, trained by Daniel Garcia, who's been a, uh, a an interesting fixture on AEW television. As of late, he'll be uh, wrestling Mario Suzuki out here in the Bay next month for West Coast 20 Pro. 20 years old? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, twenty man. years old, uh, poisoned youth, South City stretcher. He's he's uh he's good, man. What would you guys think of the interview? Or did you actually watch it? Let's start there. Great interview, fantastic uh, I, 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 stuff. <laughs> okay, you tell, really me some, will... tell me some things about him besides that he's twenty years old. Uh, let's see, he's twenty years old. Besides that, no, he was trained by Daniel Garcia. But besides all the things I just said, tell me something. Else. It's a forty-minute uh, interview. There's a lot of stuff in there. There is. There's so much stuff, and you know, it, it's kind of like those things that when there's like so much goodness, you just can't pick one. Brandon, no, I know no, exactly you, how you, you feel. Can, <laughs> you can you can pick one. Pick something now. Do it. Do it now. He loved pro wrestling as a kid. His favorite wrestler growing up was Jeff Hardy. Um, no, it wasn't. Dang. Dang. No. No. <laughs> No, he he likes Carl Gotch and Fit Finley, you know. I mean, come on, bro. What what's the point? What's the point? What's the point of you being here if you're not gonna watch stuff? You have to watch the product. All the products. Brian, did you actually watch this? I I I, I booted it up, but then I got a little busy. It's been a busy week, Philip. A busy it's been, week. It's been a busy week, what happened? you know. What happened? <laughs> Daniel. So, so some Brian people Daniel. sold out and went to the other <laughs> channel? That's what you mean? Hey, bro, did I did I tag you in that uh that or did I send you that uh that uh Twitter rant that 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 one dude went on? Did I send you this? I don't think so. I've been seeing oh. so many rants. Oh, oh, bro, let me let let. let I mean, sh- should we just get into that now? Can we talk about them? Talk about these Twitter rants? Jesus Christ. Uh, the, <laughs> anyway, the Robert Martyr interview was great. Uh, go check it out. He, he's 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 a great guy. Um, PWI top 10. Let's rant about that real quick. Who has it up? Brandon, Brian, which one of you has it up? I don't have it up, but I, I could tell you who the top 10 was, I think, off the top of my head. No, we, we, we need to, we, we, our, I, we I'll, I'll get the official list. I'll get the official list. Oh, no. Brandon, this is your gimmick to have the things ready. Why, why don't you have the things ready? Well, you know, maybe in the pre-production meeting, you tell me to bring it up. We don't have just... meetings. We just hit record. <laughs> I have the list. So, number 10, Rich Swan. Mm. Uh, number nine, Shingo Takagi. Eight, Finn Balor. Seven, Will Ospreay. Six, John Moxley. Five, Kota Ibushi. Four, Drew McIntyre. Three, Bobby Lashley. Two, Roman Reigns. And number one, Kenny Effin Omega. The greatest wrestler alive. Get out! Get off of my podcast. I mean, get the I'm, hell I'm off kidding. of my show. <laughs> Don't know. Absolutely not. Are you? Are you kidding me? I'm kidding. I'm Tony kidding. Khan. <laughs> Tony Khan paid these people off. There's no way in hell Kenny Omega. You know how many people? Because I put it up on the Bulletcast Instagram. You know how many people DM'd us saying like, "No, they got it right. No, they didn't." Tell me. Tell me something, guys. What story is Kenny Omega really told? T- tell me. What, what is he really told? Uh, story he's is. a belt collector, and he goes all over the world, and he wins all the different titles, which technically I think people get lost. PWI is a kayfabe magazine. Well, in kayfabe, Roman Reigns has done better work than Kenny Omega. Roman Reigns should have been numero uno. I mean, come on. Come on. Kenny's over there being too cute with all this stuff, walking around with that quack Don Callis. Well, we've got Roman Reigns on Fox over here holding the Universal Championship, making that thing feel the most important it's ever felt since its inception. I'm, people I mean, used to talk crap about that belt. I mean, come on, man. Like now, now people love it. Yeah. 
Yeah, people are going to be walking around with the blue universal title. Absolutely. I mean, the the, the stuff with, with uh, was it, Jay Uso and the Hell in the Cell and this, the, the, the performance that Roman put on in there, you know, you g- give that man an Emmy, give him an Oscar, Jesus Christ. And then we go into the stuff with KO. Like the, the Roman Reigns character over the, since since he's been back, has really, the head of the table character has really evolved. It's him providing for, you know, his family and then providing for the, like the whole Anawaii family. Then no, because I'm here, I'm able to provide for your family, Kevin. And then, you know, he just goes to be in the top, the true top guy in WWE. We have all these current evolutions with Roman Reigns. Kenny Omega, okay, he won a couple championships. Okay, he, he, he didn't really do nothing. Like, 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 let's really talk about this. Let, let, let's really talk about this. Who's, who's been really messing with tri, uh, AAA? He barely even wears their championship on TV. Like, you, you forget that he's that champion, you know? Impact, they wanted a nice little ratings boost. They didn't get much with Kenny Omega as their champion, you know? Like, come on. If you people want to have this discussion for real, we can have it. And I'm going to be right, and you're going to lose. That's just how it's going to be. You know, come on. Come on. Yeah. All you all you smarks who think yeah. you know the business. Think you know. Like, yeah, Kenny deserves it. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Let me ask you something. If he was number, if he wasn't number one, you think they would have mentioned this on Dynamite? No, they wouldn't. No. TK bought it. That's what I believe. Because if you ain't first, you're last. I believe. I believe TK wrote another check to secure this spot. Yeah. yeah, I know what I'm saying. I know exactly what I'm saying. Jeez, I'm all worked up. What, what, Brandon, what do you think of this list? Uh, I don't get too worked up about the PWI 500. It's cool. I mean, good for Kenny. I'm pretty. I think he maybe he's won. He was number one a couple years ago, but. Uh, yeah, as I said, it's a kayfabe list. Technically, Roman, yes, he's been doing fantastic work, but Kenny technically has done it in multiple different organizations, winning their championships. Uh, the matches, you know, maybe a little bit to be desired. Maybe I would say if we're going on average, maybe Roman's matches were a little better than Kenny's, but Roman has not had as many matches as Kenny. And, uh, you know, kind of going That's through it. Roman's actually a special performer. Mm-hmm. Head of the table once in a generation. I'm trying to to tell you. And then, you know, Lashley, once again, he's doing fantastic work as well. The New Japan guy is kind of falling behind the wayside. That's kind of because of the uh, the pandemic. The title has been kind of in flux with Osprey dropping it. You know, uh, Ibushi having some health issues and then Takagi as well. So, you know, it's uh, I don't get too worked up over it, but uh, the list that they put out, I don't. You know, maybe you can have some qualms with the numbering, but the people they chose, I have no issues with. Brian? I don't have an issue with the people they chose either, but the order is just a monstrosity. Okay. Philip, I'm with you. The tribal chief, okay, the head of the table, Roman Reigns, the big dog. Let's not forget that one, okay, because he still is the big dog. Okay. (laughs) He deserves that number one spot i also agree with you brandon i don't really get too worked up about kayfabe lists like pwi either but if i had to if i had to it would definitely be roman reigns deserves to be number one okay kenny omega's got all the titles but how did he get it did he earn them did he go to impact wrestling and defeat 
uh, three, four, five impact guys to earn a shot of the impact title. No, they just said whoever wins this disunification match between Rich Swan and Moose uh, will will face Kenny Omega. <laughs> what? So you mean to tell me if Roman Reigns did that, that would fly? If he just went over to Raw and said, you know what? He's going to fight Bobby Lashley, and the winner's going to have both the WWE and the Universal Championship. No, you would have to do NXT because people would really get worked up. Oh, there we go. Okay. NXT. Excuse me. NXT. Oh, people would. He would have to do. He would have to do it to carry and cross. People, yeah, people. People would have got really heated. Buried. Oh my God! Roman Reigns just buried the entire NXT brand. Or you want to hurt some? Do do it to Walter NXT UK. Roman beats him in like ten minutes. Oh yeah, people. People would have got. People would have been heated. Listen, and why is where's Jay Uso? Where's main event Jay? Where's yeah. main event Jay? Yeah, this this. This uh, this list is uh, it's biased, very biased. Um, we need a recount. Need a recount. Why are you know <laughs> what? Why do they do a separate list for women? Why can't they all be on one list? Hmm. Mm. Sexist. Yeah, yeah. Let's. Mm. You, you're telling me Bianca couldn't be in the top five? She mm. couldn't be in the top five? Are you kidding me? Come on, bro. <laughs> We got to get it together. No, we, we've been talking for like 15, 20 minutes. It's probably the greatest podcast we've ever done already. Absolutely. You know, I mean, come on. We can't be here all day, though. We have a lot of other things to talk about. Philip, if you're already worked up, is it too late for me to tell you that Don does better than Certified Lover Boy? What Yikes. did you just say? Yikes. What did you just say? <laughs> oh, hell no. You want me to bust a cap in your ass, don't you? <laughs> what? Really? You like the Donda chant, don't you? I do too. It's kind of demonic. Donda, 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 Donda. That's what, that, that's what you're there for? I mean, that's that signif- sig- signifies what? her last breaths, her last beats. So, I mean, you know, there's some there's some some you know meaning behind Were those it. Those are her last words. She repeated her name. I said her last breath slash beats of her heart before she passed away. Okay, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just you know, trying to get clarification. The, the Donda... Album actually has, I think, some meaning behind it. Now, you know, as certified I said, lover boy don't got meaning. I mean, it's just kind of Drake, you know, just being like, "What was me in his feelings?" He has a song called "No Friends you- in the Industry," but yet every single feature on this album <laughs> outperforms Drake. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that's like that's like saying Lauren Hill outperformed Nas on on King's Disease too. Hold on, wait a second. You acting all bold right now. <laughs> <laughs> you over here having yourself a good time. Come on. Maybe, now. maybe, maybe Brandon wrote the PWI list. Hmm? Maybe. Come on. Maybe. Come on now. <laughs> Let's, oh, man. Oh, you know what? You know what? Y'all can come on complex conversations. We can finish this conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Come on the other podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, some exciting news. My uh, f- my first batch of uh, commentary from when I was in New Jersey airs tonight. High Voltage Season 2. We got uh, Jordan Blade versus uh, Delmi XO and Ashley Vox and a number one contendership for the Soul of Syndicate title. And then we got uh, we got Robert Martyr, uh, Eel O'Neal. Um, I forgot the guy's first name, but his last name is Lee. And uh, somebody else. They're in a fatal four-way elimination. 
to get an opportunity at the uh, next gen title, I believe. So that's interesting. Go check that out uh, when mm-hmm. it airs tonight. And now some really big news. Kevin Owens' WWE contract apparently is up in uh, January of 2022. And then this is interesting. He uh, tweeted out the coordinates to Mount Rushmore. And this is people they got people really stirring because that was the name of the faction that he, the Young Bucks, and Adam Cole were in in PWG. So is KO just trolling, or is there a possibility that we see him on TNT uh, in like February of next year? Brandon. He also did a little bit more trolling where he changed his Twitter location to almost there. The Young Bucks changed their Twitter location to there. So, I mean, Kevin Owens, he's a, he's a world-class troll. He knows exactly what he's doing. And I think we even talked about this last week on the podcast. Where we talked about Adam Cole. I love Kevin Owens. I think Kevin Owens, Kevin Steen is one of the most underutilized, wasted talents that WWE has had, maybe even ever. Because I think Kevin Owens is just absolutely fantastic. He could have been the top guy in that company as a babyface, but unfortunately, he's just a little short and a little too fat for, for Vince. And I, I want I, I keep saying like I kind of just want everybody to leave WWE and go somewhere else. That doesn't have to be AEW. And Kevin Owens is definitely at the top of that list. As someone who has kind of fell in, fallen in love with Kevin Owens, even though I've never really saw like his Kevin Steen stuff live. Like I caught like the very tail end of it, like kind of his farewell match at a ROH on a pay per view. I'm very excited to see what he could do in AEW. Whether he joins the Elite whether he comes in as a baby face, maybe El Generico is able to, you know, he, he did everything um, he needs to do with the, uh, the children down in Tijuana and he can on. come back hold, up to hold, AEW and hold you know. on <laughs> wasted in WWE. Wasn't he the universal champion? The anniversary that was like five years ago last week. Wasn't he main eventing with Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins had probably one of the greatest segments in raw history with the festival of friendship with my friend, Chris Jericho. I might Your add friend. Your yeah. friend. Yeah, come on now. It's, and he was wasted. Look, he did the job to Bill. Okay, yeah, I, I, I don't like it either. I don't like it either. He may have been the original Kofi. I don't know. I don't know. Okay? But look, I mean, come on. What, what, wasted? The man Former came, Intercontinental Champion. Former Inter- the man came in as NXT Champion, stomped on John Cena and the U.S. title, and beat him in his first main roster match. And he was wasted? Wasted? Well, I mean, the we face were of America about stuff as, the, five years as ago. the United States champion. Come on, interesting program with Shane McMahon, a program that led your boy Daniel Bryan to an in-ring return, which helped him go to the other channel. Come on, bro. Come on. <laughs> uh, what's given on Dens in like the last two, three years? He's been doing commentary. You know, the KO show's great. He just had a three a three a three match feud with Roman Reigns. He lost because he's not as good as the head of the table. We have to mm-hmm. admit that. Mm-hmm. But uh, look, come on, man. He's he's been doing some he's been doing some stuff. What pay per view was that? Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns when they had the spot uh, backstage and with the with the with the cart. It's Royal, it's Royal Rumble. That was this year. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on. Woo! Come on. Paul I Heyman mean, couldn't uh, unlock Roman's uh, handcuffs. He did. He did. He unlocked them. What do you mean? And after they got like a second set and after he, no, you know, he, he unlocked counted. Them. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, look, um, hey. The, Accidents the ref- happen. The referee passed out. He was incompetent. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. KO wasn't smart enough to get another referee in time. Yeah. That's that was on fault. the ref. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see? 
didn't know Bryce <laughs> Rendsburg was in WWE. Oh, oh, now you're oh. just saying the referees in AEW are better than WWE referees? Bryce no, Rendsburg is better saying, than Low Nates? No, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying Bryce Rendsburg is trash. He costed Eddie Kingston the TNT championship. Would he really have been a great TNT champion? Let's get realistic here. Hey, don't hate him, my boy Eddie. Ooh. I, I, you know what? Somebody I mean, he's, on not, he's not God's favorite champion, but yeah, I mean, he, he's not me when I'm bullet cast champion. You're right. But I mean, somebody said he looks like a drunk fan. Somebody Ooh. said that on Twitter. Yeah, I might agree with them. I don't know. Um, it would be back to Kevin Owens. Jesus Christ. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, it's a, it's a different time, man. You know, actually, the guy that delivers ice cream at my gas station, he hasn't, he hasn't watched wrestling in like 10, 15 years. He started talking to me about AEW. Okay. So apparently they're doing something over there. And uh, it would be interesting to see Kevin Steen on TNT. I'll just say that. I'll say that. It could, because uh, with the guys they got now, it's, uh, it's, it's the conversations really being had. But if they get somebody like him, oh man, I, I don't know. I don't know. Vince doesn't have to be worried, but I'm just saying, I don't know. They, uh, they could be doing some real things. Yeah. Yeah. Tell them go. What? Go ahead. I go. feel like it should be a penalty to be making hints about joining the competition. Okay. When you're. What? They currently... need to get fined. They need yes. to get fined. Fined. Lots of money. Yeah, yeah. To the point where you're going to need that contract from Tony Khan. You need to get fined okay. 50000 Yeah. Playing games like that. Don't be yeah. doing that. I, I, That's tampering. I totally agree. That's I, tampering. I, it is tampering. <laughs> Jesus. God, you know, playing, playing, kind of playing these games. Playing We're not these doing games? that. Look, I think Kevin Owens, he's at a point in his career in WWE where it's like, all right, there, where else can I go? I mean, he could win the WWE championship. Obviously, main event WrestleMania someday. Um, See, but see, that's the problem. That's my problem, I guess, with guys who come over from the Indies, right? They have such a small window. They have so much that they've done over in the Indies. By the time they get to WWE, they're like super like late in their career. They've been there. They've been wrestling for 15 years and they're so I'm not saying that they're impatient, but their patience runs low because they've been wrestling for so long and they're not going to wait 10 years to main event WrestleMania. That's just not going to happen, right? So maybe they should have went to OVW like Randy Orton and become <laughs> one of the greatest of all time. Just saying, right. just saying. <laughs> he stepped in there and he was like, what, 19? He's what, 41 now? 14 world titles? Could have been you, Kevin. Could have been you. I mean, you know, look, I feel like Kevin Owens, if he leaves now, cool. Because I don't, I don't necessarily see a WrestleMania in his future at this point. A main event status WrestleMania, I, not in the near future. Now, I mean, if he wants to stay, then yeah. I mean, listen. Here's another thing. Wait, I, can I see your face, Philip? Now, listen. Tell me if I'm wrong. Listen, loyalty in situations like this get you rewarded. If you're impatient and if you're Bitch, oh, excuse me, bitching on the internet, right? Yeah, and dropping hints and doing all these things, you're not going to get rewarded. It's just it's not going to happen. You know, right? Come on, man. And 
it's it's kind of like oh so you do feel like what everybody on the internet has been saying and feel felt about you and your career and thing oh so the first opportunity you get you're gonna leave and go to AEW all right cool Sami Zayn WWE champion let's do it yeah you, you can sit <laughs> at I home think... for the remainder of your contract Kevin yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. oh wait I think Sammy's Sammy, I, I, it was allegedly. I don't know if his contract is up before Ke- Kevin's. Yeah, I'm hearing. I'm hearing that it's up the same time. That I'm hearing that it's up like in like two months. <laughs> like I don't know, man. Bro, this something something is happening. I don't know what, but something is happening. Um, SmackDown. Roman Reigns defeated Finn Balor to retain the Universal Championship. Uh, Roman's walking back to the back, and then you 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 see the red lights and the. Happen. Um, so we're getting the demon. We're getting the demon versus the tribal chief. This happening, Brandon? No, yeah, no, huh? That's that's what it appears to be. They uh set up that uh Roman and Finn are gonna face off again at uh extreme rules in a couple weeks. So that's what it's looking like. We haven't seen the demon since WrestleMania th- in New York against Lashley. Like, I can't even I completely forget that's that was even a thing. But it's been a long time, and I think that is one thing that I kind of appreciate, that they haven't wasted the fiend, or not the fiend, you know, the demon, but uh, I would assume, you know, Finn's going to lose against Roman with the uh, the demon character, which, I mean, I'm not, like, super opposed to it, because at this point, I don't think Finn is that, he's not, he's not that guy. So, it should be fun, and I'm excited to see what they do. Ryan, it's uh, it's over to you. I've been uh, the, the DMs have been hit by uh something. Future projects in the works. Uh oh. Okay, yeah. Um, listen, Roman and Finn. I liked what they did on SmackDown. I kind of wish they saved it for Extreme Rules because it's like, okay, we're gonna see this again. But I mean, it is what it is. I, I think the Demon Tease was good. But then again, it's just like, when's the right time to do that? I mean, Philip, you told me the demon doesn't lose. The demon doesn't lose. So does that mean the demon is going to take the championship away from Roman Reigns at some point? Well, technically, the graphic is a uh, regular Finn Balor. So. It, it, it is. It, it is. But I'm saying so if but you wouldn't. I mean, does it make sense to tease a demon uh, Finn Balor? uh for Roman Reigns, for him to not be facing him? Maybe we don't actually see the demon. Maybe there are demon antics that kind of mm. get into Roman's mind. That okay. way you protect the demon, and Finn has a really competitive match, and he comes probably the closest to beating Roman, but doesn't get the job done. Okay. Yeah. Do you think this – has they said have they said anything about – is it going to be Extreme Rules match or anything like that? Um, I don't know. It's I'm extreme sure. rules. Everything's an extreme rules match. No, you silly goose. No, you silly boy. No, it's <laughs> not how that works. Four players are uh, going to show up on SmackDown this week. Uh, what do you expect is going to happen? Um, Brock in the garden. Come on, it's it's going to be some, something's going to happen. I don't know what, but it's going to be a something. It's going to be a happening, as as Jimbo would say. Uh, yeah, yeah. Brian, Something what do you think? Uh, what do you think about Ponytail Brock showing up at Madison Square on SmackDown? It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be a huge pop. 
Madison Square Garden's gonna show everybody what a pop really is. Man, okay? yeah, yeah. Had some, tell had some, tell had some, him. Had some, and he <laughs> won't even be in his hometown. He, he won't, won't even be, be in his hometown. Okay, Madison, Madison Square Garden has some historic pops. Okay, and as soon as you hear that. You know, Madison Square Garden has held uh, Brandon's favorite triple threat match, and the pop for that was amazing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you know. It might be Brandon's favorite match overall because you know he loves triple threat matches. Love them. Can't get Chris, you know, I'm Chris Benoit, Shawn Michaels, and whoa, Triple H. Whoa, 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 You mean Triple H versus Shawn Michaels versus Pegasus Kid? Yes. For the world title. Yes, Pegasus absolutely. Kid. Then Pegasus he was embraced kid. by uh, the late, great Latino Heat. That's Viva right. La Raza. Yes. That's right. Um, <laughs> let's go to outside of the ring. Triple H, uh, he suffered a cardiac event last week, and he uh, had surgeries, uh, recovering nicely. Get well soon, Trips. We love you. We need you. Um, I've always wanted to truly learn how to play the game, and I need you here so that you can teach me. Yes. That's right. Yes. Any any T's and P's for Trips, Brandon? Mm-hmm. T's and P's. T's and P's. He gets better. All right. Uh, the Miz is going to be on Dancing with the Stars season 30. Oh, yeah. I, I was watching Entertainment Tonight last night. They mentioned everybody else but the Miz. Blasphemy. Crazy. They said, oh, we're going to have an athlete on the show, and they didn't show the Miz. I was like, what? What What? 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 what TV did you say that was? Uh, this is Entertainment Tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why they're canceled. Okay. Yeah. You know, TOS, you know what that means? Terminate on-site. Terminate on-site, yes. Um, David Benoit joins the Real Canadian Wrestling uh, Organization. Um, you know, I, so I guess he's on their roster. Don't know if he's going to be wrestling as. You can have a triple threat match. Don't know if he's going to wrestle as Chris Benoit Jr. like he wanted to, or if he's going to be David Benoit, whatever's going to be happening. But it looks like he's finally going to live out the dream. You know what? It sucks because, you know, that, you know, his last name and what the things his father did. But what if he's actually really good? Mm. You know? Brandon, you know him? I mean, we've talked about this, I think, you know, many times before. I think we last time maybe it was like the uh, Benoit dark side of the ring. I don't want to hold the kid back and say like, oh, he can't do this. But he's definitely having an uphill climb because of the last name and the fact he looks like almost he looks like a mirror image of his dad. That's why Bro. I would say maybe you do like the Pegasus kid gimmick to where he has a mask. and He doesn't have to, you know, wrestle with a mask on instead of just, you know, looking like a, a mini Chris Benoit. But. If he wants to do it and people are willing to pay and promote him, then good for them. I'm telling you, man, like when I was at StarCast and I saw him, like it was kind of eerie. It was like, whoa. You know what I mean? Did you see him? Did you get a glimpse of him? I, I, I did not see him, but I've he, he seen walked, him. He, he walked like right past me when I was at one of the meet and greets. I'm like, oh, my God. Jesus. Oh. He's tall? Yeah, he's about like five ten, you know, like five eleven. But yeah, I'm telling you, man, like he, it was, it was kind of weird. It's very weird. <laughs> um, Brian, tell us about this day in wrestling. <clears throat> this day in wrestling, WWF Championship Wrestling, 1985. What happened? Uh, huh? What happened? You asking me? I thought you was going. I'm alley ooping. You? I'm oh no, no, you're supposed to tell us everything. The main thing that happened is the uh, Reggie Parks Intercontinental Championship design. You know, the one that 
uh, this is really famous uh, that, you know, Macho Man fought uh, Randy for at WrestleMania three. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that, that design was debuted on this episode. So that's what it's really famous for. Nothing else really happened. <laughs> well, uh, Phil, tell us about primetime wrestling in 1991. Um, Ric Flair and his WWE returned because he actually had a debut match in like 76, I believe. He uh, shows up with Bobby the Brain Heenan and the Big Gold uh, Championship. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. ECW Hardcore TV 1993. Uh, Shane Douglas was awarded the ECW Championship. Yeah. Okay. SmackDown 2003. United States Championship parking lot brawl, Eddie Guerrero and uh, John Cena. Woo! On yeah. fire. Yeah. TNA 2007. Uh, let's see. Oh, um, Ron, the Truth Killings, and uh, Pac-Man Jones were the TNA Tag Team Champions. They they won those bad boys on that day. <laughs> Pac-Man Jones, baby. Adam, I love you, man. Yeah. <laughs> TNA, No Surrender, 2012. Um, Austin Aries, Bobby Roode, AJ Styles, Kurt Angle. I don't exactly remember the matches, but they were all on them, or, or all on the card, and they, they all put on great performances. Fantastic. Yeah. Monday Night Raw 2013. Um, the WWE champion, Randy Orton, you know, he had won it from uh, Daniel Bryan after he cashed in on him at SummerSlam that year. He uh, defeated Goldberg in a non, or not Goldberg, uh, Gold Dust in a non title match. Yeah. yeah. Brian Tronic Pillman Jr. Jr. 28. <laughs> uh, happy birthday to uh, Brian Pillman Jr. MJF, oh, oh my, hey, yo, oh my god! I had to go. I had to go back and watch that, bro. He he just went for it. Like MJF is probably who we've all wanted to be at some point in time, where you just don't care about the repercussions <laughs> for the things that you're going to say, and you just go for it. Honest to God, like that that may happen in my in my real life one day. I may I I may just you know stop caring and, and like just go for it. Rip the you know, city of Cincinnati for uh, no reason. Not the nasty natty. I mean, you know, probably probably just certain people. Like did that. you see? Did you see some people online actually got upset about what he said? Um, it's called heat, guys. Like I don't know, I don't understand. I don't understand why they uh, they they don't like this. And it's because they hating because they hating because they ain't him. That's true. Let's go to the fan mail, guys. We have a lot of we have a lot of fan mail. Jesus Christ. Let's see. Oh my God. I'm getting emails as we speak. Oh my god. Oh my god. How'd you know? How'd you know about the gimmick? Uh this I didn't delete this one. It's from last week, but we Brian wasn't here, so I'll, I'll read it again. It's from Hootie Who 420. Hootie. He said, Hey, mate, who are some of your favorite tag teams that you enjoy uh, on the indie scene? He said he loves Medusa Complex, Millie McKenzie. And uh, Charlie Evans. So, Brian, you you have any tag teams on the Indies that you love? Um, no, you know what? Not yet, not okay. yet. But I hope to have a favorite indie tag team after Friday night. After Friday night, yes, right. absolutely. Um, He's fall in love with Reno Scum. Yeah, like you did. Yep, still do. I'm still a, I'm still a fan of Bussy. I'll, I'll say it here. Still a, still a big fan. Still a big fan of Bussy. Mm. Gotta, love it. gotta love it. Uh, Jack of all trades. 
He says, hey, guys, I saw this on Facebook, and I want your takes. One has to go forever. Hulk Hogan, Vince McMahon, The Rock, or Stone Cold Steve Austin? Um, okay. He says, now I say Rock. Austin could have had that trilogy with someone else. We need Vince for obvious reasons. Uh, need Austin for the massive star appeal, and we need and we desperately need uh, Hogan for the boom in the mainstream of wrestling in the 1980s. Yeah, uh, Hogan can go. See you later, Terry. Bye bye, Terry. Y'all know why. Y'all know the vibe. I agree with him with The Rock because I think The Rock, if you take him out, things are more likely to stay the same. But for chaotic reasons, I would like to pluck out Vince just to see what would happen. I still think somebody would like be the national promotion and you know be the quote unquote WWE today, maybe not as big, but I would like to just see what would happen if Vince didn't do what he did in the early 80s. So you, you do realize if we don't have Vince, there's no WrestleMania. And exactly. I like chaos, Philip. I want chaos. Austin doesn't become probably the biggest star in the history of the business without Vince McMahon. You do realize that, right? My point is I understand. That's why I want to see. I just want to do it. I, you know, I want to go into the alternate timeline, a little what if action. Shout out Marvel. Great series. If we had to get rid of a promoter, we can get rid of Tony Khan. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, my God. Already? Oh, man. He had a good run. No, I'm just, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Oh. TK, you know I love AEW. I wear the I wear the hoodie all the time. Um, Brian, what about you, man? Uh, Hogan, Vince, Rock, or Austin? Hogan for obvious reasons, but I honestly, I think I, I don't think I think I kind of agree with the Rock. Okay, well, I mean, why are you guys getting rid of the rock? Like, <laughs> think about the that who would have the catchphrases, you know? Like, who would like, like, truly, like, 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 are you there? Was no rock, maybe CM Punk would stick around because maybe it'd be him and Cena at WrestleMania 29. Ooh. That's like a little butterfly effect that who knows what would happen. Yikes, it's true, that is very true. But you said no vents, so. Austin doesn't become a big star, and we probably don't get the parallels with CM Punk, and he probably doesn't even make it to whatever the company would be. AWA would have taken off. No, Hogan. I, I mean, they did have Hogan. Hogan could have been that guy for the AWA. Who, who you know, I, they already ran kind of across the country. They would be. Why here didn't in you? San why didn't you pick Hogan? I thought. I thought. I, I thought you were with us. <laughs> I said I like chaos. So. I mean, think okay. about it. We get rid of Hogan. We get rid of Terry. Macho Man becomes the guy. And they, there are rumors that he was like half black. Like there are rumors that his mother was African American. So you know, Macho Man. I'm pretty sure he's one of us. <laughs> you feel yeah. me? Yeah. Dig it. Yeah. Give me some of the potato salad. I want the macaroni and cheese corner slice. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I, lo- I love it. What else we got here? Uh, do 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 do. Who do you who four twenty? Who do you? Got to got to always do the gimmick. Uh, mates, all out was one of the best pay, uh, pay per views I've ever seen in my life. So much emotions and uh, special moments. The pumpkin ring returned. The debuts of Adam Cole, baby, and Brian Effin Danielson. That's still a stupid name. Uh, what a bloody great night. We talked about all out. Go uh, check it out in the um Bullycast archives pay per view recaps on YouTube. Go check it out. Alfie Lewis. Oh, oh, this is a CLB uh, fan mail. Okay. Okay, yeah. Brandon. All right. 
I know Philip is a massive Drake fan. What's your favorite song off of Drizzy's new album? I personally really like uh fair. <laughs> you like what fair t- uh tease featuring Travis Scott and TSU. Travis Scott having another baby. Uh, congratulations, bud. Uh, TSU is cool. I mean, you know, I probably like uh what is it? The remorse. I think I really like that one here. Let me let me look at the let me look at the album so I can get it's, a. It's uh, all about way too sexy. I mean, let me. Let me, let me look at this so I can get a, a, a full. Let me see here. Let me see. Um, let's get along better with Ty Dallas on. I do like that one. I love prob- that one. I'd probably have to say if I had to pick them in order, my top three. Uh, you only live twice with uh, Lil Wayne and Rick Ross. Rick Ross did his thing on that track. Come on. Uh, show some respect to Lil Wayne too, Philip. Uh, no, no, I, 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 I'll give it to him there. You disrespected Lil Wayne on this podcast before. I can't let you do it again. I mean, <laughs> I stand by the things I said. He's had, Even though you love Drake, but yet you hate Lil Wayne. I don't understand. He's this. had a couple good bars. If it wasn't for Lil Wayne, there'd be no Drake, Phil. I mean, he's had, a, recognize. he's had a couple good bars. Let's be real. Come on. Like oh, I said, I, I mean, I, the I, lasagna line is probably the most iconic, one of the most iconic rap lines of all time, Philip. I mean, come on. Are you serious? Are, are, you, serious? are you calling? Are you calling Lil Wayne the greatest rapper of all time? I mean, I'm, we're I'm coming up he... on the 25th anniversary of Pac's death. No, don't you dare! Don't you dare! How dare you? Like <laughs> I, I've all, I've always said this: if Pac, Easy E, and Biggie were still alive, Lil Wayne would have been empty in the grease traps at McDonald's. You feel me? Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Back to this. You only live twice. The remorse, and then, uh. I miss you too with uh, Kid Cudi. I think those, th- those are my ones. Those are my ones. Yeah, the the Club Paradise album doesn't get enough. Uh, that that one doesn't get enough credit. Honestly, if we're we're talking about Drake stuff. You know, there's, there's some there's some nice cuts in there. Four PM in Calabasas, love it. Brian, do you have you have any any off this Certified Lover Boy uh, um, album? Because you know fair- the episode, this episode of Certified Lover Boys. Fair, fair, fair trade, um, and get along better. Are probably the only two songs that I can play back over and over and over and over. I didn't really like this album that much. You know, I thought, I, I thought, I thought it was gonna because we didn't know what Drake we were gonna get. Oh, we but know. when Brian says it, it's okay. Wait. But when I say it, it's, yeah, it's one I mean, three. So wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. I like the album, but I think my I was expecting this. This album sounds like because my favorite Drake album is Take Care, and and after okay. that, and after that is Scorpion. Yeah, so you know, because like Scorpion, like he went he went in on a lot of those tracks. I thought yeah, this was it's co- too late. Okay, I mean, okay, that, I mean, okay. If we're talking about great drake like zero to 100 that might be one of probably his best song ever if we're being real mm. but like oh my it's turned into a drake podcast jesus scorpion <laughs> he did go in on a lot of those tracks i thought that's what we were kind of going to get but we mainly got like singing songy in my feelings drake yeah. that's, that's what a lot of this was but it's still a vibe i'm not gonna lie yeah definitely and definitely better than donda oh, oh yeah absolutely oh and i mean you, you know, and if we're talking about great rap lines, I'm the black sheep. Rest in peace, Chris Farley. Come on, better than whatever lasagna, lasagna line you were talking about. 
Come on. <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> Thank you. You know where I got that from? I got that from The Miz, dude. I used to watch uh, Swerved when it was on the network, and he would always yes. do that. I'm like, I love it. Uh, Dan. Oh, this is, a, this is a really interesting one, guys. Time to get serious to talk about wrestling again. <clears throat> he says, Phil, I heard your boy Sam Roberts say that this version of CM Punk is like watching Brett if he was wrestling in the 2000s. Thoughts? Um, I did hear this. I actually just heard this today, which is actually very good, so we could talk about this. Uh, so what Sam said was, he was like, it was if Brett had stayed in WWE and wrestled until like 2004, basically, like that, just a different era of Bret Hart. And if you th- if you think about that, that'd be crazy. Brett would have wrestled, would have wrestled Kurt. He would have wrestled Eddie. He would have wrestled Benoit. He, I mean, he, he wrestled Benoit in WCW, right? Yeah, yeah, they did, they did. But I'm talking, but I'm talking about he would have like wrestled like you know a Randy Orton and an Edge when he was trying to tiptoe into the main event. Um, what are your thoughts on on this current incarnation of CM Punk, Brian? Do you think it would have been like a Brett if he had stayed in WWE and into the 2000s? Probably. Makes sense. Or maybe a John Cena. Really? How so? Because Punk, he's an, he's an elder statesman now. Yes. Okay. Because he's at that point, he's reached that level of just legendary status. Like, it doesn't matter what he does, what he says. People, people follow, people listen, people appreciate. Um, yeah, so I think it's very much possible that he could be uh, some like a like a John Cena. Brandon, what about yourself? It makes sense. I mean, Bret Hart, if he didn't get the concussion with Goldberg, who knows how long he would have stayed and what he could have done. But CM Punk has consistently said he kind of looks at himself kind of like Terry Funk in ECW. Now, Punk is not as old as Funk in ECW, but I, I can see that kind of comparison maybe fitting a little bit more to where Punk is, you know, kind of just all over the place, and we're already kind of starting to see it a little bit. He's just going to, like, bounce back and forth and just do a bunch of different things. So, you know, the would-be Bret Hart in WWE is a good comparison, but for for looking for things that actually happened, uh, Terry Funk in ECW, I think, is a close one as well. All right, Robert Walker. What do you guys do off air? Do you guys hang out together? Okay. Um, <laughs> um, we will be on Friday. We will be. You know, I used to see Brandon like in person a lot when we went to Chabot, and then like he left. You know, he left the territory and went on to the to, to the to the main roster to the big company. Yeah, I went to the you know I went to go to the Cow Palace, sold that out. Yeah, but he would uh, but he would he would I'd see him once a week. That we'd chop it up for a little bit, do the show, chop it up for a little bit after that. Sometimes he would just like not care, just leave because he didn't care about what I had to say. But um, (laughs) I would have to, I would clean up. I would, I would put away the cameras and you know unplug everything. You know, I was a stagehand, and then I'd leave. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, like normally, like after a show, Brandon and I would like go to Denny's, just chop it up, you know, stuff like that. Oh, we're gonna be hanging out on Friday. That's gonna be great. Uh, you know, this is a this is a family. You know what I mean, bro? This, this oh Jesus Christ. I almost dropped my phone. <laughs> this is a family. And Brian, you're a part of the family, man. You know, like what is this? Uh I mean, do you I mean this is better than the other thing you were doing, right? You know? <laughs> yeah, I'd have to say so myself. <laughs> I mean, what is it? Uh, what, what what is it Conan used to say when he was in NWO? Uh was it uh 
was it somos unos vatos locos yeah. forever yeah there yeah. you go <laughs> there it is hey, <laughs> yeah. hey you know what we're gonna take a picture together and that's gonna be the caption boom it's done i'm talking about it is done it is done all right let's, let's take a new picture for the header i'd like you know shave yeah i, 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 I like look presentable I was looking a little rough. I was looking a little rough. All right, we let's go over to the. Uh, oh my God, that's not the right DM, Mister X. He was there. He was at Mister X was there. Yes. Uh, so Instagram. Here, yes. Here we go. Uh, first of all, I want to send my best wishes and hopes for a speedy recovery to Papa Trips on his emergency heart procedure. Absolutely. Um, are they bringing back the demon to fill in spooky void left by Bray? I think Alexa Bliss is still filling in that spooky void. Wouldn't you guys say? Hmm. I yeah. mean, it's almost October and is an extreme rules like the horror show. So we need to have a we need to have Finn Finn be all scary. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. One hundred percent. He also says, OK, as for my experience at Dynamite last night, my voice is still a little raspy, mainly because of cheering for Mox and also for yelling very bad words at MJF before Dynamite. Uh, started they filmed matches for dark with eddie kingston on commentary got to see jade and nyla in their own matches uh for that uh then dynamite ended by by then then they filmed rampage with the entire show ending just after 11 p.m won't spoil the match between andrade and Pac, but uh i will say this it's good oh he did the booker t with the t at the end oh might be seeing booker t this weekend we don't know uh, also, Dynamite, our Dante Martin is amazing in person, all uh, all in a great night. Uh, Moxley, he just keeps going. Moxley and Brian Pillman Jr. ended the night and sent everyone home happy. I'll post the video for that on Saturday. Can't uh, can't wait to do it again. Also want to mention, I totally marked out saying Sting live. I love Sting as a kid and Crow Sting as a teenager. Amazing to see him in person for the first time. Uh, you guys, you saw, you guys were both at WrestleMania out here, so you've seen Sting. Yeah, I saw him. I saw him at a Raw in Dallas. Met Sting at the Starcast. Oh, how is that? How, how is Sting? I've asked you before, but I forgot. <laughs> he was fine. I think he. I think it was, it was in a like a morning one. Yeah. So he was a little grumpy, you know, especially because he got to put the full gimmick on. So I could tell. I, I it wasn't me, but Dominic met him and he forgot to sign something, and I think he kind of got a little angry at the people because they didn't give him a pen or something. Oh, okay. I met okay. Sting at a WWE 2K15 signing. How was that? It was actually great. It was really nice. They had the whole like symphony playing outside of GameStop downtown. And he came out of the limo and made his way into GameStop. And I took a picture with him and I told him, I was like, uh, you're my idol. He was on my cake when I was, uh, uh, how old was I? I think I was 11, 10, 10 or 11. No, not 20. <laughs> he, was he was He was on. He was he was on my cake. Listen, I used to real quick. I used to have dreams when I was a little kid. (laughs) No, don't look like that. (laughs) I used to have dreams when I was younger (laughs) of Sting playing beach volleyball with Lex Luger and Vader and whoever else. No, I used to have dreams that I used to go to school because there was this girl I used to like when I was younger at school. So I used to have dreams that I was I like to had the whole sting gimmick and like I wasn't talking and people would be like, yo, what's wrong with Brian? And I used to stand on the roof of the portables at school and point at everybody with my bat. <laughs> Bro, hey, he he dressed up as sting for Halloween and climbed up on the portables and did this for real. This isn't a dream. <laughs> 
<laughs> what are you doing? So in the dream, did did you get the girl? Did she think you were? Did she think you were mysterious and weird? I hear chicks dick. <laughs> she thought I was weird, but I didn't get the girl. <laughs> oh damn! Oh, damn. You ever oh. have any? Let's talk. You guys ever? You ever had any weird wrestling dreams, Brandon? Yes, no. Weird wrestling dreams. I'll be honest. I cannot remember the, my dreams to like save the life of me. So, Philip, if you have something, you can say it. Uh no, I can't think of anything, man. I really can't. That's it. That's. That, that's interesting. I, I like that. Uh, we should have a we should have like a separate show called Dream Sequence. So we should just talk about wrestling dreams. Mm-hmm. From there now we on, go. we gotta we gotta journal our dreams, and we'll come back next year, and we'll just read everything off. See what happens. Like apparently, uh, if, you, if you journal them, you can like remember them better. Absolutely, man. Be like the Freedom Riders. Great movie. Shout out Hillary Swank. Uh, and then he lastly says, "I wish that Brian Danielson had a final countdown for his entrance music." <laughs> Jesus Christ. The music he has now has a nice beat and everything, but it just don't feel like it fits the character. I, it, it's a new, it's a new Brian Danielson. The fight of the Valkyries hits because he's paying homage to the WWE career, which because it was amazing. And then he, um, he has this beat drop because like he's, you know, he's he's in touch. He, he he's he's hip. You know, he's here to do something new. That's right. Yeah, come on, man. I said on the All Out Post show that I couldn't really hear the songs. I, I listened back. Adam Cole's song is a banger. Uh, it, is, the, uh, it is, bro. The Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson song. It's a. Uh, I like the beat. Uh, you know, because I couldn't really. I mean, I heard the beat, but I wasn't like actually listening to it at the show. And uh, I like it. Like I agree. I think having the final countdown would have been a little bit better. But having Flight of the Valkyries is a free song. Do some you know original stuff. I'm cool with it. Yes, Brandon, tell us about Monday Night Raw. I guess I have to. Okay, so we got a tag team turmoil match that kind of filled up a majority of the show. Wasn't one long thing, and they kind of split it up into two separate things. Uh, The New Day goes on a a really long run. They uh, ultimately do get eliminated, but the people who stand tall and who face RK Bro for the tag titles is uh, Lashley and MVP. And they're also teasing Orton and Lashley for a uh, singles match for the WWE title. So, uh, we're going in a whole bunch of different directions, Brian. Uh, what'd you think of this kind of anchoring a majority of Raw? Um, I mean, it seems like they went with what what you know what the script was supposed to. I mean, allegedly Vince McMahon wasn't backstage, so I felt like they did what they were supposed to do. It was interesting. It was different. Um, shout out to the New Day, man. Shout out to the New Day. Shout out to Randy Orton. You know, in all honesty, I feel like Randy Orton is the key to the success of Raw at this moment. Yeah, I know we got we got Bobby Lashley. We got the ch- that's that's already that is what it is. But Randy Orton, I mean, like Philip said earlier, you, you know, OVW, homegrown, okay, uh, trained, put in position. Speaking of homegrown, I made a list of. Um... 10 WWE homegrown talents. I'll uh, oh. I'll have that for anybody who wants to debate that they don't have any. Yeah. Yeah. Brandon, you want to have that debate? I'm here. Sure. Why not? Throw it out there. Oh, 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 oh right uh, now. He said, throw it out it. Throw it out there. Um, Kofi's gear, outsiders, you know, the Kevin Nash, the pants, those were too cool. Sweet. You know, it's it's too sweet, bro. Kevin Nash mm-hmm. at Stockton Con this weekend. What? I've not met Kevin Nash. I've met Scott Hall. I've met X Pac. Pissed him off. I'm kind of excited to meet Kevin Nash. I'm not going to lie to you. What'd you do to X Pac? You were standing right next to me when this happened in the Cow Palace. 
I asked him for the for the drop. He, he did not. Um, he did not okay. look happy. I remember. I remember. Yeah. Where's the Will Ospreay drop? That's one of the best drops of all time. I stopped playing the drops, and um, I probably never play the Will. O- we, we Will Ospreay, Zach Saber Jr. Whatever. Oh, Will Ospreay, <laughs> Zach Saber Jr. I forget. You know, one all of the Brits British, don't sound alike. Guys. Jesus Christ. I mean, come whatever. on. Oh my Zach God. Saber Jr. I'm sorry, that one's on me. I'll take the L on that one. Yeah. But anyways, the Zach Saber Jr. one that was fun too. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's one of the best drops in the history of drops. Um, yeah, but uh, Lashley and Randy—they've only wrestled once a long time ago, so it's going to be interesting. I'm excited. Very interesting. I, I really am. Um, tag, they're going to have a tag team title match. What if MVP and Lashley won? Hmm. Mm-hmm. What if they won? Mm-hmm. What if MVP and Lashley win and then Riddle costs Orton the championship match, which sets up a feud between Riddle and Orton? Good. I want him to punt his head off. I want him to punt that stupid you-know-what's head off. Yeah. I mean, Riddle's out here saying that RK Bro is selling more T-shirts than the head of the table, so you think they probably want to keep it together because Riddle hey, wouldn't lie, right? Hey, yo. I... If he ever wrestles Roman, I hope I hope Roman squashes him like faster than Becky squashed Bianca. Superman punch done. Go home. You done. know what I mean? Yeah. Over. Yeah. I mean, is he is he really a draw? Come on. Come on. Moving on, we got uh, Charlotte taking on Nia Jax in the rematch we all been waiting for. Yes. For the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, Charlotte does get the win here very awkward uh beginning they try i think they try to you know recreate what happened last week do like the shoot style charlotte out here telling everyone to suck it and to kiss her ass and stuff like that but in the end charlotte does get the win after i think like an awkward 10 minutes brian you know your Mm -hmm. girl won retains the championship from the queen city and one of the most gorgeous looking natural selections off the top. I don't know if it was the middle or the top. I forgot. But listen, Charlotte Flair, she's she's goat. She's goat, and she's not playing around. I will say this. Natural selection better than the Stone Cold Stunner. <laughs> I said it. Yeah, I know. I know what I just said. <laughs> he left. Natural selection. I mean, come on. I mean, Austin didn't win 12 world championships. Mm. He won Talk what, about six. It. He won mm. half. Come mm. on. You, come on. Like, Jesus Christ. Mm. We ain't playing. And his reigns weren't that long. Was David Arquette a longer reigning champion than, than Steve Austin? Do we know? Do we have stats? Do we get some stats? I don't have the stats in front of me, but I think I can safely say. No. Stone Cold had longer reign than oh. Dave Rickett. Okay, okay. but uh, yeah, feeling. natural selection. Mm-hmm. Off a distraction, love to see it. I mean, just love the distraction finishes on Raw. I mean, really great stuff. Hey, oh. this is going to be great. Set up Shayna and and Nia. You know what I mean? We we had to do this distraction finish so that we could set up something not bigger than the title. Nothing's bigger than the Queen. No, but we're setting up. A breakup of uh, Shayna and Nia finally, and then Alexa's finally. coming. Alexa's coming to play. She's coming to play. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you know how I feel about this. 
I feel about this the way I felt when I saw Steve come back to Blue's Clues and tell us how much he he's proud of us. Philip, I can't. Don't don't start with me. Did you, mm-hmm. did you see the picture I posted? Did you did you see the picture I posted? Of me of me <laughs> yeah. crying, bro. That's that's how we all felt. He said he was proud of us, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh damn, I love it. I love no, it. I'll keep it together. Crying and stuff, Jesus. But uh, I'm excited. I, I am. I'm excited for the possibility of uh, Nia and Shayna to break up, and possibly for Shayna to, you know, go on to win the woman's title because you know we she's a former APW woman's champion. Brandon, she's Lassar. still the APW champion. I feel like she never lost it. And then she never lost never, it. She was the first ever. Never lost it. Never lost. Yeah. Yep, that's been what, but four or five years now, something like that. Jesus. Um, I guess that's all for uh, Monday Night Raw. That's all I have on the script. Yeah, it's Labor Day edition, holiday kind of going through the motions, and the tag turmoil really did you know fill up like an hour yeah. and a half of it. Yeah. Um, you know, Brian, you can have the AEW segment. Go ahead. Oh, beautiful. Let's go. AEW Dynamite coming <clears throat> like dynamite. Okay. We saw a little bit of. Alistair Black, a.k.a. Tommy N, a.k.a. Malachi Black, a.k.a. Selena Vegas. Never mind. Um, yeah, keep going. Going up against the natural Dustin Ronalds Rhodes. <laughs> Phil, did you see this? What did you, you think of the match? Um, bro, Dustin is so tall that he couldn't really he couldn't do the finish right. Mm. Like he caught him in the shoulder. Like that's caught him tall. right in the shoulder. I've stood next to Dustin Rhodes. That is a very tall man. Kind of want him to bring seven back. Don't know why. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, Brandon, yeah. did you like this match? Uh, the match was was a little clunky. They were definitely you know going after Dustin selling the leg. In the finish, yeah, was not very good. The the kick was nowhere close to his head. At least they did have the turnbuckle spot beforehand, so you can kind of mm-hmm. you know have a believable finish, but. Uh, overall, I thought this match was didn't exactly live up to the expectations, but we're going to get Malachi and and Cody at Arthur Ashe in two weeks. No Can't boy. wait. That should be a good one for sure. Next up, we got CM Punk cutting one of those good welcome to Dynamite promos after Dynamite had already started. And this is why I said CM Punk felt a little John Cena-ish to me. You know, he was out there pumping the crowd up. You ready to see... Daniel Bryanson. Huh? You like what I did there? You ready to see Adam Cole? John Moxley. You ready to see John, that crazy ass John Moxley? Yeah. Cincinnati's own Brian Pillman Jr. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Oh, all right, all right. How about some CM Punk? <laughs> And then he asked, oh, yeah, Ruby, Ruby Soho. (sighs) Yeah, do the serious eyes when you say these names. And then and then he and then he went on to put himself over a goal. You know what, guys? I mean, who's next? (laughs) You know, who do I face next? He put over Brian Pillman seniors uh, aunt. Yeah, he did. He did. That was that was a nice moment. That was put put over dark side of the ring a little bit. Just dead. Just a little bit. And then uh, Taz. 
I seen this coming from a mile away because I saw the, the Instagram or or uh, Twitter posts CM Punk made. I was like, okay, he's gonna get involved with Taz some way because he posted the picture of the FTW hat that he said he found in the gym. Blah 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 blah. Listen, <clears throat> he said, give me Hook, give me give me Hobbs, give me Starks, give me all of them. What he say? He said, survive if you can. Yeah, no, he said. What, what did he say? Beat me if you, yeah, he did. He did Taz's gimmick. Beat me if you can survive if yeah. I let you. Yeah, there we go, bro. bro. I used to watch Will Hobbs in the APW garage here in Hayward when he was Will Rude, and now he's about to be in a program with CM Punk. Come on, come on, bro. All because he was an interview guest on this show. Come on, bro. No, in all seriousness, Will is a very talented did you, did you, individual. Did you like? Did you like this segment, Phil? Did you like the fact that CM Punk is out there challenging all the young, fresh talent? Well, that's what he—that's what he said he was there to do—to work the young guys. He wants to, you know, make them better. Brian Danielson wants to kick their heads in. Mm. You know, so it is what it is. I, yeah. I mean, the promo itself, like beforehand, it was like, okay, yeah, it is kind of John Cena-esque. I wasn't the biggest fan of it, but it's still kind of cool to see CM Punk, you know, have fun with the crowd. I do like the interaction with Taz and, you know, everybody else with Team Taz. I think I said last week that I kind of was, you know, picked. I think someone asked in the fan mail, like, oh, who who should he face next? And I think I said uh, Ricky Starks, but I thought maybe that was a little too low, like low on the card, but you know, for him to like wrestle everybody in team Taz and for him to finally like sink his teeth into like a good heel face dynamic is something I'm excited to see the promos between him, Taz and Ricky Stark should be a lot of fun and kind of the same boat as Philip just kind of personally seeing Will Hobbs being a program with CM Punk, you know, love to see it. That's town business. You feel me? That town business. Town business. Indeed. Oh, speaking of Will Hobbs, Will Hobbs was in a match with Dante Martin. We got to see some, some specialness, some some greatness from Dante Martin once again. Hey, yo, what do you think of this? One of those kicks really hit, like, Will. He was, like, dazed for real. I was like, oh, man, hope he's okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, one I of thought those this match was cool. really just right on their face. You feel me? I, I, I Listen, Dante Martin is special, um, but he wasn't special enough to take out Powerhouse Hobbs. Sorry, <laughs> Brandon. What'd you think of this match? I, you know, I like the match. That it was good. You know, two young talents kind of going at it. The future of AEW, right here, Dante. Uh, you know, they're definitely you know showcasing him a lot, but he's losing most of the matches. And uh, Will Hobbs, they're you know setting him up for uh, CM Punk. I don't know if he's going to be the quote unquote final boss or if he's going to be kind of the first guy and then Ricky Starks. But uh, you know, just obviously they have something in mind for Hobbs later. Yeah, and all elite white people start to put uh, some black talent in some uh, <laughs> some, some uh, prominent spots. It's about time. Hey, man, I'm not gonna let that video go. Alfred, Alfred was telling the truth. I got into I got into a little argument with uh, uh, Jay from the Rudos podcast about that. You know, he, he was defending what people are doing on dark. I'm like, bro, it's not on TV. It's, not. it's just that simple, you know. It's I'm not. Just, you know, just I do. Why defend WWE so bad? Because people that look like me are in top spots on their programming. Just that simple. Damn right. Yes. Yeah. MJF guy signing like a whatever six year deal. Hey, knock it off. Oh, dogs. Dogs Uh are barking at the mailman or something. Who signed a deal? Who did what? 
Scorpio Sky signed an extension with AEW. Oh, why would you do that? Go, 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 go to the. Go to go to the land of uh, sports entertainment. I mean, it's all sports entertainment, but uh, go 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 to where you might actually be utilized properly. I honestly, I, I'm honestly scared for people signing long term deals with AEW at this point. Oh no, man! Yeah, man. Like if I if I were let's say I'm a top indie talent and they offer me a contract, I'd be like, all right, man, I'll do a year. Yeah, just to, just to see how it goes. And if I don't like the placement, then uh, go somewhere else. Then I'm out of there. Speaking of signing deals, shout out to Gable Stevenson. It's been made official. He uh, signed with uh, WWE. It's an exclusive deal, too. Yeah. He gets to defend that title over there at Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. like that. Exclusive, lucrative. Pretty sure he got a couple of bucks. You know what I mean? Ironclad. <laughs> That's the legal I like term. It. I used to go to law school. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. My bad. My bad. My bad. Um, MJF cut a promo, one that a lot of people didn't necessarily like. Seen a lot of people on Twitter saying he's going too far, way too far. Brandon, what'd you think of this promo? I loved it. I mean, I I always like MJF just going way over the top. (laughs) As long as he, you know, kind of clears it or kind of, you know, gives people a heads up a little bit beforehand, I don't really care you know if he talked to brian pillman and you know his family before and just like look i'm gonna you know hit these spots i'm gonna really you know not hold back then then that's fine and I, I what do think, you mean what i mean he called brian pillman's mom a meth head he but, hey, no when he said methany i was like oh damn i'm talking about it beforehand what do you mean bro they they go out there they cut the promo then they go to the back I'm talking beforehand. exactly i'm sorry you know they it's a shoot, brother. Talking before. I mean, what are you talking about? <laughs> like if, um, I was, if I was a wrestler, I'd just go out there and, and just, just say it, you know? It, 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 did can't, you can't better to ask for forgiveness than ask for permission. Well, but I, I'm not going to ask for anything. I'm just going to go do it and leave. What's going to happen to me? Nothing. I mean, what are you going to say to me? Nothing. Yeah, Wardlow. Oh. Exactly, bro. Come on. Come on. Which they continue to tease. You know, Wardlow, not exactly happy with MJF, but he's still doing the dirty work. He's not signed to AEW. He's signed to MJF. MJF Industries. Uh, Did you guys see the tweet that Brian Pillman Jr. put out and said that his his sister is, uh, I guess, after the promo, she went into labor and she's going to be having her baby. Right there on the floor in the in the arena. That's that's what happened. Well, not right there on the floor, but you 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 know she got a little fired up. Oh, and um, it you know, out, huh? a foot came out. Yeah, <laughs> can't stand you. A foot, a foot <laughs> popped out in the arena, or maybe a hand gave a big fuck you to them. <laughs> <laughs> that's my good hand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, let's move. Wait, I'm done with that. <laughs> You're terrible. <laughs> Can you control Ruby, yourself? Ruby Soho <laughs> made her dynamite debut, okay, against Jamie Hayter in a match that I felt like was all over the place. I don't know what the heck happened. Was Jamie Hayter injured? Like, did she get dazed or knocked out or did something happen? Did I miss something? She's still not used to wrestling on TV yet. That's all. 
yeah, I would say no one got hurt. So I can ask for, but uh, that'd be a lie. Cause it looked like Ruby was going for the poison Rana or something or another. And Jamie didn't get the memo and they just almost planted. Her, I mean, Jamie planted on her head. Ruby almost broke her neck. Yeah. It was not good. Come on, bro. <laughs> on WWE, we get shoots with the women and they go right back on script and everything's great over there. Botchamania. <laughs> it just wasn't a very good old like debut for Ruby. And I wish she had better because honestly, she looked just as bad, if not worse, than a one-on-one match that she had had in WWE. And the only reason I say that is because she didn't really she didn't she didn't wrestle much at all in WWE. So every time she got out there, it seemed like she was a bit slow. Um, you know making little mistakes here and there. So I felt like that was the case here with, with Jamie. She really didn't wrestle that much in WWE, huh? Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm not like super sold on Ruby on how big of a star she can be, but people like her. I mean, I enjoy her. I think she has a decent look. And uh, we went to uh, TLC in San Jose. I think it was her and Italia had like a tables match or some sort of match. And it was like surprisingly good. So that kind of gives me hope that if Ruby is continuously on TV and with some good talent, that she can do good stuff. I mean, yeah, she was in there with a with a heart. Of course, it was going to be good. Well, yeah, I mean, it, you know, Jamie Hader is not Natalia. We'll say that. No, I take. Is Jamie Hader? She's still with uh, the homie Carl. Do we know? Do we know? Who's Carl? Carl Fredericks. Carl oh. Jr. F- front of the show. <laughs> front of the show. Carl Fredericks. Do we oh. have confirmation? I didn't even know they were together. So you're asking the wrong person. <laughs> I should ask Baby Huey. That's right. Oh. I ask you. Um, um yeah. the elite, baby. The, N- the NWO, baby. <laughs> well, this felt I mean, like this felt like '97. You don't want to 90. be the you don't want to be the NWO because you know they ultimately ruined the WCW. What so. you're telling me is the elite's gonna ruin AEW? Vince is gonna to buy you. them out and then. All, a lot of the big stars won't go over, and all the a lot of the big carters will go over and be a part of an invasion angle again. So let me telling me. Let me tell you what this was: the elite, this elite segment with Adam Cole, okay, and 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 Kenny Omega and the Bucks, and and then Daniel Bryan coming out. And I'm sorry, excuse me, wrestling fan. No, you had it right. That's his name. Okay, Daniel Bryan. <laughs> Daniel Bryan coming out, and it just felt like. An NWO moment. Daniel Bryan's your Lex Luger. We're going to eventually get Hogan, Kenny Omega versus Lex Luger, Daniel Bryan. I mean, Hogan, Hogan sting at Starcade 97 wasn't that great. You sure you want to do Lex Luger? Because I, I I think that's hot garbage. And Paige is up in the rafters just looking, being all sulky with the beer in his hand. Oh, God. Yes. Hangman is thing. Hangman is thing. Because, see, Brian's going to get it for a little bit, but then he's going to drop it back to Hogan uh, Hogan Omega. Hulk Omega. Oh, oh, oh. So he's Hogan with the with the ten, with the with, with the tendencies, too. Oh, I really don't like him now. Oh, see, see, a lot of people, just, a lot of people thought just, a lot of you people just made it worse. You just made it worse. You can't, you can't defend this. You can't defend a lot this. of people. Thought Hogan you, Omega. A lot of it. This is Kenny Bolea. Listen, a lot of people thought it was what Harley. What was it Harley? Harley race. Triple H. It was uh, this Harley race. 
No, bro, that was showed up from uh, The Last Dragon. That's what that was. <laughs> Who's the man? Show enough. Yeah. Brandon, what'd you think of this segment? Uh, the ma- I thought it was maybe a little more of a retread of what happened at the end of All uh, All Out, but mm-hmm. you know everyone's over. Everyone loves Adam Cole, baby. baby. Everyone loves Brian Danielson, and they really did like lean heavy. I thought they're gonna more go more towards like the the tag match, like you know the eight man. But they're uh-huh. leaning into Brian versus uh, Omega, which I am excited to see what they do. But I still want to see Hangman be the one to ultimately beat Omega. Whether I mean, I don't want to see Brian hold it for a cup of coffee, give it back to Kenny, and then. Uh, page wins it so i'm uh, yeah i'm a little wonder you know i kind of wonder what they're doing maybe they're teasing it and then they're going to pull back a couple things is kenny walking around with a replica title that doesn't look like the one jericho had it looks different yeah oh i didn't i gotta take a good look at it yeah like walk, look, look look at comparisons you'll see the difference um i like how adam cole didn't bury the company that he used to work for take mm-hmm. notes everybody else yeah thought that was great um Damn, Didn't man. he say something? Didn't he say like this is be- like I'm here and it's best for business? He said something that was like a little cheeky, but it wasn't like too bad. No, he just said he's been elite everywhere he's gone or something like that. And then he, he did say something. No, about- no, he said no chance in hell. That's what he said. Huh? Huh? Get it? Get it? I get um, it. shout out Daniel Bryan. You know, just he, he, he's good. I love him. I love Daniel Bryan. I'm a fan. I'm just Daniel. I'm just Daniel. Daniel Bryan and 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 Adam Cole. Looked like it's funny, Brandon. You said it was like a what'd you call it? Like a re, like a, a what'd you say? Of all out. Yes, because they were wearing the exact same thing almost. <laughs> Adam Cole had on ex- black shoes though this time. You got a pack light. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was cool. We we actually got to see Brian put put uh what I call him Hulk Omega in the. Is it the yes lock? I don't even it's, know what it, kind of be, lock it I is anymore. It'll be the LaBelle lock, I believe. LaBelle lock. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what it's called anymore. But, yeah, it was a whatever segment. I don't really care for much for it. I'm uh, just ready to see some action. The main event was trash. Moxley versus Minoru Suzuki. We had a lot of people upset about... Uh, they didn't yeah. let the crowd sing Kaze Nina, right? It is an atrocity. If I'm Mr. X and I'm there in attendance at Cincinnati, I am excited to, to do the gimmick. And they didn't even do it. They cut it off. You let Moxley, everyone do the song and dance for him. But for Minoru Are Suzuki, you serious, bro? They barely can sing Jericho's theme song. You really think they're going to sing that? It's just three It's just three words. You just need to wait for the beat. And it's, it's not that hard. And, you know, this time they actually had the song to go with it. Unlike, you know, Jericho, where they had the dude doing like riffs and stuff on Judas. Do, and not, talk about Billy. Lost. Do not talk about Billy. <laughs> That's his friend's friend, man. Come on. <laughs> We're acquaintances. God damn it. By association. Um, look, to hell with the entrance. I don't care. You know, it's, it's whatever, you know. The match just it didn't hit. There was a little blood, but I didn't care. Yeah, Suzuki got what he got some staples or something. It looked like yeah, like I just I didn't care. I don't think I don't think I really cared that much either. Yeah. Well, well I, why? I thought it was fun. You know, it was kind of short, and they did rush. I think they were a little little late for time, which is why they probably cut the entrance. But uh, you know, I enjoyed it. Not like 
it wasn't what they did in New Japan by any means, but it was quick, fast, and it, I think it did make it better that they were in Cincinnati. And I did like the kind of ending where Moxley just kind of went around the crowd and everyone's cheering for him, which was kind of wondering, like, why didn't you just add more time to them after the entrance? But overall, I enjoyed it more than you guys did. Yeah, Mr. Rex was on TV. He was. He shout was. Out, shout out Mr. Rex. I love that guy. He is a uh, he is a very valued member here at the Bulletcast. That sick ass Moxley, Moxley shirt. Man, our, our first inductee when we have a Hall of Fame. He's he's going in. He's going in. Uh, Superstar Spotlight. Who do we got? Who do we got? Who do we got? Uh, I'd give it to PWI, but they effed up big time. So <laughs> no, I'll give it to Roman. You're you're the real number one, dude. You're our tribal chief. We love you. Um, people that can't understand why you're so good are trash, and they're probably Kenny Omega fans, or or they're probably uh, <laughs> Matt Matt Riddle fans, which is even worse in my opinion. But uh, yeah, uh, Brandon, who's your superstar spotlight? Well, you know, I'm gonna go to the real Pete. No, I'm not gonna not gonna do Kenny. Uh, I'm gonna go with Ruby Soho. I was very intrigued. I know the match she had on Dynamite was not very good, but. Uh, the entrance, you know, the ovation, she was like visibly choked up and uh, I'll, I'll give it to her because I don't think when she first got released, I expected her to be like this big of a deal. But, you know, for right now, she she's doing well for herself. Honest to God, I forgot she got released. <laughs> Brian, what about you? I'm going to go with Carmelo Hayes. Yes. You know, he's a friend of the show. He, uh, he liked a comment of mine recently. That's that's All the right. deal, you know. If a wrestler yeah. like like something, you know, they become a friend of the show. Friend of the show immediately. Um, just because another banger with uh, Santos Escobar yeah, on this man. week's NXT. And, I mean, it's the breakout, NXT breakout star. What, what, duh. Yeah. Why not? Ding dong. Hello. Hello. Let's, let's keep it with the uh, Carmelo Hayes talk. When he was Christian Casanova mm-hmm. on the indie scene tearing it up, he was with the... Uh, Stokely Hathaway, who was a uh, what's it, Michael Bivens in uh NXT. Mm-hmm. Do, do, do people know what that's a what that's a parody of? Do they know? Do you? I mean, do you know? Oh, Ma- Malcolm Bivens, Bell Biv DeVoe. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Brandon, did you know? No brainer. Oh, oh yeah, no, of no, course no. I definitely didn't know. No brainer. Of course. Of course, name yeah. name no a Bell Biv DeVoe song that's not poison. Yeah, Brandon was I mean, Brandon was just talking about that yesterday. Yeah, we were talking about it, you know, off off air. <laughs> name one that's not poison. Uh not poison. <laughs> so uh Christian Casanova with Stokely Hathaway uh oh. take on Ashley Vox, who is in a match that I'm commentating. Check out GSW High Voltage tonight. <clears throat> uh at Limitless. What time, Ma- Philip? What time? Uh I'll text you guys when it's up. I don't know okay. exactly. Okay. 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 Um, at Limitless Wrestling um, from November 11th, 2018. Yeah, man. Uh, the, I, I, once I found out who this was, I was like, ooh. You know, I just started going down the YouTube rabbit hole, seeing a lot of his stuff. You know, he had that star appeal on the indies. I like that. I like that, man. What do you guys think? He's a star. He's yeah. a star. He's a star. And I didn't know much about him um, until he came to NXT. So it was neat kind of seeing I, I was actually after I watched that match and I was actually going down and finding some more matches he was in. And I'm like, yo, like this guy's been around. OK. Yeah, Brandon, with Brian, did, you like watch, I, did you watch this actually? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, I honestly didn't know too much about Carmelo Hayes when he came to NXT. And, you know, check it out. You know, I'm not the biggest fan of the intergender matches, which I know, you know, you talked about it with your interview last week. But I will say that, you know, this was really good. And uh, I'm excited to see what Carmelo does in NXT because uh, they, they desperately do need some uh, some fresh talent over there. Oh, honestly, you watch, the, you watch the Jordan Blade one, but you won't watch the Robert Martin one. Well, that's because I talked, you know, all this game that I was going to watch it. So, you know. You know what? From now on? Every interview I do from now on, from this moment <laughs> forward, you're going to give me a status report. Okay, I'll cover the, the interviews. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I won't I won't say a word. I'm going to just throw it to you. All right. Let me know. Okay. Because we got we, we got a lot coming up in the next couple of weeks. I hope you're ready. I mean, hopefully. I mean, I heard maybe we might do an interview on Saturday. Maybe I don't even have to listen because I'll just be there. I might. I'm, I might do one on Friday. Maybe, man. I'll be there too. I, I might do one on Sunday. Are you going to be there Sunday? I, I probably won't be there, but because it's oh, Sunday, week one, baby. I've got to lock it in. Or, Travis loves Kelsey. My fantasy football team is just it's it's going off this year. Dak Prescott, Ceedee Lamb. They've got the one-two combo starting off on Thursday. And oh, let's, take let's, it off on let's Sunday. talk about things that actually when, matter. When, when are we going to do a bullet cast fantasy football league, Philip? Absolutely not. I'm, uh, I can. I'm down. I can put you in a fantasy football <laughs> league at uh, at, at at one of at, at my uh, local bar. I can do that. They need I, people. They need no. people. I mean, season's already started, so they got to hurry it up. I think that you know they had a meeting. I think they might have already locked it in. I hear Dave Dutra's looking for people for like a fantasy uh, wrestling league. I might do that. I might do that. Brian, do you have a match pick of the week? <laughs> Or, or no, a promo pick of the week. I'm sorry. Promo pick of the week. Yes, yes. Uh, yes. March 30th, 1998. What is this? Triple H Who? introduces the newest member of D-Generation X. Xbox. Xbox. You know what's funny? When uh, when Huey was rebranding in the click, he he uh, he basically played that whole first episode without Jimbo off of that promo. He like basically did it word for word in the opener. I had to look to my family. I had to look to my blood. I had to look to the click. I was like, okay. Oh! okay. <laughs> yeah, we recorded that in person when COVID was very hot. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, I, I, you don't even have to. I mean, I'm sure everybody here has seen that promo. It's just, it's yeah. good, man. It changed the game. Xbox. Are we, which, so which, hold on. This is a serious question. If I could be serious for a moment. Um, which theme song do you like better? The one where it's like, make some noise, or the one where it just goes, Xbox. Mm. I'm gonna go Xbox. I'm gonna go Xbox too. Brandon. Uh, it's Good all about ones. the Xbox A train one. That's the best one of all time. Okay. Thoughts on the promo pick? No. Yes. I, I like I'm, that. It's an I mean it's an iconic uh promo post uh, WrestleMania and it's iconic. And, or, you know, I don't think, you know, uh, X-Pac leaving to WWF gets talked about enough because not only it is a positive for WWF, but it was a negative for WCW because uh, Nash and Hall said that, like, once uh, Bischoff, like, effed over Sean Waltman, they were like, you know what? We're just not going to try anymore. And that just kind of led to the downfall of WCW. Back when he was six, Pac? What do you know about six, bro? Mm-hmm. Oh man! All right, guys. Very busy weekend in the Bay Area or in NorCal. So Friday night, West Coast Pro Bullet Cast will be in full effect. Brandon Bryan and myself, 
a lot of great stuff's going to be happening. Hammerstone, AJ Gray, uh, Calvin Tankman, who I'm super excited to see and finally meet. Uh, Trey Miguel from Impact Wrestling. Myron <clears throat> Reed, he's the light heavyweight champion in uh, MLW. Uh, Fatu hasn't been announced, but I think he's on the card. Uh, uh, Steven Trezario, a lot of good stuff. Stockton Khan, Jerry the King Lawler, uh, Hall, Nash, X-Pac, Booker T, Lisa Marie Varon, who was the Victoria in WWE, or Terra in TNA, and a lot of other um, just pop culture fixtures and, you know, uh, actors and uh, illustrators. Everybody's going to be there. West Coast Design is going to be at Stockton Con. East Bay Pro, World's Freshest Tag Team are wrestling for their tag titles. The Fatu Brothers will be in action. And uh, Agua, this Sunday at the Ritz, you have Big Ugly versus Dark Sheik in a, a blood feud. You have another blood feud in Tony Vargas going up against uh, Big Baby Powder in a death match. And uh, I'm going to be on the call for some stuff. So, yeah, man, I will be at all th- all, all of these shows all weekend. You, you will see me. Come up, say hi. We can chop it up about the business. You can tell me how much you love Kenny Omega and Matt Riddle. I'll tell you how wrong you are. Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a great time. Busy weekend for us, boys. It's my first indie show. I'm excited for you, man. You're about a. There's nothing like it. There's truly nothing like it, especially the state room and the venue. And it's it, it's a happening. Make sure you have cash because I hear the tacos are fire. Sheesh. Are the tacos? Brandon's had the tacos. Are they Much fire? better than the Lodi Icon tacos. The, I, I, you know, just I didn't even have them. Just off the smell, I can I can concur. This is a fact. Now, Brandon, let me let me ask you. Are these tacos or are they tacos? They're tacos. My mom, my mom said tacos, tacos. All right, that's gonna do it for us. We went pretty long today, but we had we had a lot of fun, man. One of one of the most entertaining episodes we've ever done, hands down. All right, guys, stay clean, stay strong, stay safe. You you know the deal. You know where to follow us. You you know where to find us. Diamonds are forever. So is the microphone, Messiah. Have a good weekend, everybody. Phil, Brandon, what's good, y'all? Let's go. Pull the cast host. Look, this is the time for us to be great on podcasts. Let you know this is the time and how the vibe lasts. This is the feeling, the time, and when we on it. You know we got no time for no opponent. This is the feeling. This is the time of the greats on everything that we say. You know we about getting paid. Every opinion of wrestling. You know we got the truth.